0: To another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Josh, and Jacob is not with us, so we are uh, bringing on a special guest for our episode uh, for Halloween. If you remember, last year we had him on, and that is Matt from Cinephile's Digest.
1: Hey, what's going <laughs> on, guys? Hi,
0: Matt. How's it going, Matt?
1: I'm good. I am good. Happy to be here. I love Halloween.
0: Hell yeah. Matt is the Halloween expert, so I had to bring him in for this. And uh, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Halloween Kills. Newest um, newest one in the series. What is, you said 12 films now? I think there's 12, yeah.
1: Yeah, this would be the 12th.
0: It's been going on since 1978. Eight. That's mm-hmm. crazy. But yeah, this is episode uh, 86, I should say. And we're talking Halloween Kills, obviously. This is the start of the, uh, also the start of the Cinephiles Digest Takeover. We're going to have Matt on this week, <laughs> Travis on next week, and, and the, the week f- after yeah, that. Yeah, I was
2: going to say two. And the week after that. Two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah, two or three.
0: We just got to get Tom on here <laughs> eventually. Uh, yeah. But he's the elusive one. Old Tom Burt.
1: He's, uh, he's, t- he's tough to nail down. I'm surprised we still have him on. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what I hear every time. Every time we listen, it's always like, uh, Tom, what do you got going on? What are your plans? Because that's how this episode is going to go. <laughs> based around
2: It's his top whatever. Ten films of the. <laughs> yeah. He only had like six films of 20 or whatever.
0: He's like, uh, still not done yet. You've had three months to prepare. Yeah, not enough time. <laughs> <laughs> not even close.
1: He brings, uh, you know, some unpredictability to the show. Oh, yeah.
0: You got to have. Uh, You've got to keep in canon. Well, shit. What's yeah, up from the he's fucking, our wild card? Yeah, the wild card. <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, uh, always sunny. Yeah, always sunny. Charlie goes. i oh, <laughs> yeah. the wild card. <laughs> you gotta have a wild card.
0: Yeah. Well, cool. Um, anything? Uh, anything you need to touch on, or what's new? What's new in the world? Uh,
1: Florida sucks. <laughs> I don't think, was I in Florida last time? I, I believe this? so. I think I was. Right? I.
0: Well, how long have you been there? Because it's been almost. It's been a year. I think. I, exactly. I believe he was there.
1: Yeah, I've been here a little over a year. Okay. So that would that would make sense. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, still sucks. <laughs> still still hate it. Uh but you know, <laughs> making the most of it. Um I just it it's brutal because it's autumn, right? Like fall is my favorite time of year mm-hmm. and it's just it's fuck it's fucking eighty two <laughs> degrees outside. It doesn't feel no, like fall. The leaves don't change, like there's just nothing. It's just Blech. slightly less hot. Yeah, know? it's yeah. like <laughs> uh it's a cool uh, uh, this, uh
2: it's a cool sixty one right now. In Michigan, it was yeah, it dude, was like Weather 40 today some was perfect, so it's, it's it's incredible. Not to brag anything, but I didn't.
1: Well, I, I mean, when it's January and it's seventy four <laughs> degrees, yeah, that's here, true. I'm that's true. You face, <laughs> but yeah, not much new besides that. Oh, I got engaged since the last time I was. Oh, in. Hell, hell yeah! yeah. Congratulations! Cool. Yeah,
2: Big news. All the all the cinephiles getting uh, married. All I know, right? Them. They're <laughs> all getting <laughs> getting old.
1: <laughs> but uh that's that's about it
0: well that's i'm, right. I'm, I'm ready to do this thing. pretty big josh anything
2: <laughs> no i i'm boring and lame yeah that's true just a bunch of horror movies <laughs> i
0: sit at home and yeah how's the uh 31 days of halloween going uh i gotta
2: catch up a little bit gotta catch weekend's up. always hard because i end up doing so much during the weekend mm-hmm. so like which we, would like be the time to the watch weekday movies. i usually watch like two a night right right to kind of catch up
0: but like one day, I watched like four. I think Matt, you're not partaking in the 31 days of Halloween, are you?
1: No, I've never successfully.
0: <laughs> You've tried though.
1: <laughs> I just, you know, I have a life, so <laughs> I can't. A movie a day, that is. Can't <laughs> make the time.
0: Wow, Matt, hard to do. <laughs> thanks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've tried multiple times. I just, you know, yeah. All it takes, you just fall behind, and then it just becomes insurmountable.
0: It
2: becomes homework, like, and that's not yeah. what you want. Yeah, I'm at I'm at no, like, like 14 right now. Yeah, and I, oh, you're not too. Mild.
0: So yeah, yeah, not not too bad. That's I mean, just, I've seen you catching up like two a day, you know.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm grinding. I got to do it. I've always, I haven't. The trick successfully is to done find every, those uh, those eighty one. minute yeah. movies. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of them are. That's, <laughs> That's the a, trick. A lot of those
0: Shutter ones are like. Papa, just 20. do a rewatch of Host, and you'll be. You'll oh be yeah, up. there you go. <laughs> yeah, fifty-six minutes later. <laughs> yeah. In them. yeah, we got a beer here. Beer here. So this is Warlock from Southern Tier Brewing Company. Banger and Warlock is an Imperial Pumpkin Stout. It's a little bit different than your typical pumpkin ale. Now we Thanks. tried to we tried to uh, align with Matt. Unfortunately, I guess everything is sold out in Florida because Florida sucks. Beer-wise.
1: Well, the shitty part is that when you mentioned Warlock, I was like, oh, cool. I just saw that. Like literally last weekend I was at Total Wine and they had Warlock. So when you said that, I was like, oh cool. That'll be easy. Yeah. And then (laughs) two total wines (laughs) in a liquor store later. Nobody has Warlock.
0: (laughs) I looked it up too. I was like, (laughs) on untapped. I was like, okay, where can you buy this? All right. It's definitely in Florida, uh, at Total Wine, like you said. I was like, yeah, this will be easy. You've checked in before you've had it. Let's uh let's do Warlock. I've never had it. Josh said it's really good. And then, yeah, like days later, it's completely gone. That's that's sad. So, yeah, like you said, I, th- I guess all the uh, fall beer is selling out in Florida and is you're already transitioning to the winter beers.
2: Well, they only they only have like mm-hmm. a case of each because they don't have a true fall. <laughs> right, so they're like, right. oh, we know, people don't like pumpkins down here.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I guess that goes with...
2: I think that's probably it. It's gotta be, Like, I
1: I think they're just not that popular because I have a hard time... So, like, one of my favorite beers ever is uh, Allegiant's Night Owl, which is, like, it's a pumpkin Mm -hmm. ale. And I could find it here in Florida like a month ago, but bought a shitload of it, went back a couple weeks later, and it's gone, and it's been gone since. So I think they just, like, get a little bit, and then once they sell through it, like, that's just it.
0: Yeah, Yeah. They probably don't, like you said, stock much because... Of the weather, like it's, you kind of have to be in the the sea. You know, it's seasonal beer. You yeah. want like it to align. You're with not the drinking season. summer shandy in December. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's uh-huh. it just doesn't match like with that weather. So yeah, I'm not drinking pumpkin. And I guess when that when it's makes 84. sense. Yeah, <laughs> mm, that's unfortunate though. All right, well, we're drinking Warlock. Um, description here reads the unbeatable pumpkin recipe. Was adapted for the stout beer style in 2011. Dark and mysterious. Reignite your senses with Warlock's huge roasted malt character. Moderate carbonation and spiced pumpkin aroma. So I'm not a huge fan of pumpkin beers, I will say up front. But uh, pumpkin, I actually like a decent amount. And I'm a fan of stouts. So I'm hoping those two things together uh, syncs up for a uh, banger of a beer.
2: The regular pumpkin, not the cold brew one that we just had.
0: Yes. <laughs> we did just drink the uh cold brew pumpkin nitro. Have you ever had that, Matt?
1: No, uh, but I've seen it. Is it just based on what you're saying, is it is it bad.
0: It's uh <laughs> oh, it depends on how you feel about coffee beers, but it's like yeah, it's And nitro beers. And nitro also. So it's a it's a weird combination. It's the coffee beer, nitro, and then pumpkin taste like if you yeah. like pumpkin beers a lot you might like it but josh is i like fan.
2: love pumpkin beers and that's just not it wasn't my yeah my style yeah
1: yeah nitro beers i've I've never been yeah, okay they're, yeah they're Don't always like flat
2: yeah <laughs> yeah i would avoid it yeah, all yeah i was.
1: know they're supposed to be that way but exactly like i drink one and i'm like this just tastes like a flat beer <laughs> yeah it's
2: not fun
0: <laughs> i'm not it is fan. i do think it's rare You you really have to have like a good beer and a good style that it mixes with like Right. Rubeus Nitro, fucking amazing. But uh Neapolitan stout Neapolitan stout, amazing. Ooh, but yeah. yeah Cold brew pumpkin is not the not the one. Not the match.
2: <laughs> nice try, but
0: all right. So we got a eight point six percent ABV, 44 IBUs. As we mentioned, it's a pumpkin yam beer, but uh stout style, I guess. Yep. I don't know. All right, Imperial style. I'm ready to uh Cracker open. You need this?
2: Uh, We'll need it, yes.
0: Here you go.
1: I am also drinking a pumpkin beer, for the record, but it's not (laughs) Warlock.
0: You want to uh, give us the title and a short description real quick while we're pouring this? Uh,
1: Shipyard Pumpkin Head Ale. It's like a, a... Wheat ale, pumpkin beer. It's pretty low alcohol. I've had it before. It's not very good,
0: but <laughs> <laughs> <Desperate> <laughs> pumpkin times. pumpkin beer, and it was it was the
1: only beer, only beer in my fridge. So, here it and is. it's at least it's pumpkin, it's right? On, yeah, it's on brand,
0: so we're good. Mm-hmm. Got to keep it, uh, got to keep it on theme with Halloween. Are you ready? Oh yeah, yeah. It smells delicious. It smells like pumpkin. Yum.
2: This might be, I don't know, Kyle. I feel like this one might be the one for you.
0: This is doing some weird things to me.
2: It's, <laughs> it's, Kyle, it what's definitely going on a, in your pants over there? Oh. Oh, it's oh, the, oh.
0: it's the fold. <laughs> sure. What does yeah. he say? That's what we call That's, The bulge. Yeah. No. Well, from curb, what does he say? He's fucking, it's the way that they're, they're bent. I don't know. Um, yeah I can't remember (laughs) (laughs) been a while Uh, yeah it's okay so this like changes I feel like this is the most like changing flavor in my mouth I've had it starts off like very pumpkiny but finishes very much like a stout but not like a not like a typical stout
2: no like a pumpkin one
0: (laughs) pumpkiny (laughs) y. A little malty I can taste yeah I don't know. It's it's good, but if I was comparing it like to stouts, I wouldn't say it's that good. But if I was comparing it to pumpkin beers, I would say it's pretty good. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think it's delicious.
0: <laughs> but you like pumpkin beers. I love pumpkin I'm beers. I'm not a pumpkin beer person. I don't know if I ever yeah. will be. I don't know. I'm forcing them. Like, I know. You are, you are putting I'm, in the work. You, yeah, yeah. You've seen my check-ins. I'm, yeah, I'm you're, trying you're, them. You're
2: force-feeding it, but... <laughs> It's just not it's not catching yet.
0: Two years from now, maybe it'll be like um Pigeon Hill. Yeah. We'll we'll Palette uh expands and give it a bump.
2: As you mature, you Yeah, taste I would works. say, yeah.
0: I mean, obviously, if you're a fan of pumpkin beers, it's gonna be Did this good. uh did this you have to like both. You have to like pumpkin beers and stouts.
2: Did this beat out is this anywhere near the top of uh, pumpkin beers? Yeah.
0: See, the thing is, like, if I'm drinking a pumpkin beer, pumpkin ale, then you don't want I want. Yeah, yeah, I want like I would want that taste like that, you know, pumpkiny the one that I was pumpkin. I think it had like a like I love beers that incorporate cinnamon as mm-hmm. um, displayed by fucking what did I just have today? Peach cobbler, uh, ranch Rambler, Jam Rambler, whatever the fuck that's called, like it has like this little cinnamony hint, like a dessert or a pastry stout that uses cinnamon well is what Chef's Kiss. Um, Same thing with pumpkin beers. I think those blend together well, like cinnamon and pumpkin. You'll like, and I think it was pumpkin that or pumpkin that did that well, and that's why I like that. But I like the taste of the pumpkin too. This is just like trying to be both and not doing either of them exceptionally well, well. Yeah. to me
2: you'll like uh that the beer that steve and i brewed that chai one? yeah there's a lot chai of times? i mean chai has a lot of cinnamon in it, right right and we added extra like cinnamon and spice to it so but well cool anything else on warlock nope no good beer i like it <laughs>
0: i like it good beer Good beer, drink me. When was the last time you had Warlock, Matt? Has it been a while?
1: It's been a couple years since I've had it. I I like it too
0: too much in detail.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember the. Like, it tastes more like a stout to me from my memory than a pumpkin beer. Definitely. I remember the pumpkin notes being, like, (gasps) relatively muted. Um, but, you know, it's pretty good. I prefer Pump King. I like Pump King a lot. Yeah. So I'd, I'd rather drink that mm-hmm. over Warlock. But, yeah, it's been a while. It, it, it's one that, um, I don't know, would not be my go-to. But You
2: said Night Owl is Pump your King favorite? Beers.
1: Oh, yeah. Night Owl. Night Owl is I don't know if I've ever had Night Owl. Not, it's amazing. I just... Uh, I like <laughs> Elysian a lot. It's probably my favorite beer. Like, it's not it's not even close to the best beer I've ever had, but... It's probably my favorite beer. Do you like uh I have
2: know. you ever had pumpkin from Dogfish Head?
1: Yeah, it's it's not very good. Oh, I, I
2: like love it. that one. <laughs> see, that's my see? go-to, yeah.
0: Yeah, see, I, I think I think Pump Pun- Pumpkin is better also. And yeah, Punk mm-hmm. Pumpkin from Dogfish Head was okay as well. I'm I'm there, I'm right there with you.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, but really Elysian makes the best pumpkin beers. I love they they have like a Punkacino, i think i've like had a, that one like yeah coffee stout that's pretty good i think i've seen um, i
0: think i saw that one actually not i haven't seen night owl but i think i've seen that one in stores i think it might have been total wine actually that i saw it i should have tried it well
1: total wine carries i mean i don't know you probably can't find it now but uh elysian makes a pumpkin pack and it's four of their pumpkin beers and like a mm. 12 a 12 pack mm-hmm. and that's really the only Thing I've been able to find here in Florida, right? And I know they that gets distributed nationally, so I wouldn't be surprised if you had maybe seen the pumpkin pack around. But y'all yeah, have to. It's
0: a good sampling. Have to look for sure.
2: It says they have Night Owl at horrocks Kyle.
0: Well, oh, if you're interested, turn me up now. I'm I'm on Untapped as we, as we are, Matt. I gotta ask you, <laughs> Night Owl, one of the best one of your favorites i'm only seeing a 4.5 check in here what's going on
1: well i mean like i said it's not even close to like one of the best beers i've ever had okay. but if i'm going to just like sit down and drink a bunch of beer <laughs> it's gonna be night owl like one okay. of my favorite things is just like watch football yeah and drink night out like i can crush <laughs> like five or six of those things you know what I mean? yeah for sure like you know it, it I, one, it's seasonal, so it's like a special treat every year, you know. Mm. And two, it's just, it's just crushable and delicious. So that's what I mean. It's it kind of like how, um, you know, like High eye would be like one of my like go to IPAs. Mm, sure, yeah. It's not one of the, the best, best IPAs, yeah, yeah. but you know, it's one of my favorite <laughs> IPAs. If that, if that makes sense. Totally,
0: yeah. Same kind of. Oh, thing so with so best and that's, favorite can it's be the different. Two hearted of of uh, Florida. <laughs> yeah.
2: We've had this conversation multiple times between Kyle and I. And well he, he said yeah, it's gross. To blend them. He says I, it's gross <laughs> that I think that up my the best movie I've ever seen is not my favorite movie.
0: Mm, yeah, kind of.
2: <laughs> and that's the same argument. I mean Is it not, the best not, movie he's ever had? No, like, but is it his favorite? Yes.
0: It doesn't align one for one. It's not binary. I'm just saying like if if something is my favorite, I would probably give that like the best rating or score. That's that's just how I am. Okay. <laughs> sure. Different strokes, right?
1: It d- it depends on what you're talking about. Yeah, too, right? totally. Like you can have like, you know, a uh, a Big Mac can be your favorite burger, but is it the oh. best burger you've ever had? No. no, you know, like There you go. Yeah. It just depends on what you're McDonald's,
0: talking about. McDonald's beer, movies, very different.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All can be done at the same time though. All should be done at the All same should time. Be. That sounds amazing. It sounds like a, it sounds like the future of my Sunday. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> I see it. Yeah. Forecast is looking like McDonald's beer and I wouldn't be mad about it. Gotta get that watch of the Exorcist in soon. Oh yeah. Okay. Now are you guys ready to get into our featured review? Yeesh. Got a little beer in the belly. Yes, sir. All right, we are talking Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills is directed by David Gordon Green. It is written by Scott Teams, Dana McBride, and David Gordon Green. It stars Jamie Lee Curtis, Judy Greer, Andy. Yeah, Matichak <laughs> Matichak um, a couple other people Plot Synopsis reads The Saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode continues in the next thrilling chapter of the Halloween series very descriptive um, let's take a listen to a clip you need to know
1: <laughs> Tommy 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 you can't go in there, go in
0: there. Tommy 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 he killed Marion and he attacked Lindsay too
1: What? Karen? We didn't know for sure. I didn't know what to tell you.
0: Mom, I just want you to be okay.
2: Listen, I just want you to know, when he gets here, I'm going to kill him. Because 40 years ago, when I was a kid, you protected me.
0: So tonight, I'm going to protect you, Okay? Nurse, you know, I appreciate you. But could you get out, please? Get out now. We had him. How did he escape? I don't know. I don't know. What do we do? We don't have the police support. We fight. We always fight. All right, uh let's start with our guest Matt. Matt, what did you think of Halloween Kills?
1: Well, so are we, we just diving them? right into nope. Halloween nope. Kills or, or Oh we fuck. Doing... Or do you want to do
0: Halloween 18? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my brain is completely fucked. We can edit I can edit that out <laughs> I can edit that to after the fact. Okay, let's just hold on, reset. <laughs>
2: so we wanna do we're doing Halloween eighteen first.
0: Let's start with the Halloween. Or Halloween series. A whole. We'll start with Halloween one. Hold on. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so we are gonna talk kind of Halloween as a series first. Um I know you guys have re watched the first one. Uh Matt, you actually did a, a decent chunk of all of the films in marathon form. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess before we get into Halloween Kills, it's kind of a good kind of good to lay a base for this because this literally leads from the first film uh, to the 2018 one. And then this starts right after the 2018 one. So if we talk like Halloween Kills, it's I feel like those movies almost kind of blend together because of how soon the events are after. Yeah. So in, in order to just like avoid spoilers for 2018, we can just talk about that first. And the whole series, I guess, as a whole. Um, where's your where is your uh, knowledge and appreciation at for the first for the first Halloween? I know we talked about this last like The year, 18
2: but or the John Carpenter. Let's go from the very beginning. OK. John Carpenter. The go OG. Go ahead, Matt. Lead us off.
1: Uh, I mean, Halloween's my favorite horror movie of all time. So that's <laughs> pretty high bar. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. The first Halloween, I just love. I love the music. I love Michael Myers and the fact that he, like, doesn't really have much of a background. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. there's an opening scene where we show him killing his sister when he's six. Fast forward 15 years, and then a bloodbath happens, and that's kind of it. You know what I mean? And I just love the simplicity of it. I love uh, just... the the score combined with uh, the framing of Michael Myers, like all these shots of him just like appearing in the background and that like music cue. That's like the the hype. I don't know what it is, a violin or something like the high pitched Mm -hmm. uh, noise when he like kind of is creeping in the background. Just, just love, absolutely love the first Halloween. Um, And obviously we spent a decent amount of time on it about a year ago on a different episode. Um, But that's uh, that's kind of where I'm at with the the first one, greatest horror movie of all time.
2: <laughs> wow, nice. <laughs> so, how was your rewatch? Mine, um, mm-hmm. I found even more of appreciation for it. Um, Imagine that. I've only seen it uh, one other time, so obviously last Halloween I watched it, um, and that was my first time. And this one, um, it's just you. The you just notice like obviously, I every time you rewatch a film, you notice like a little bit more. And just the, the whole concept of, like, Michael Myers just kind of fascinates me because of, like, you have all these, like, iconic slashers all came after Michael Myers. He was, like, the first real, I, I mean, Texas or Leatherface was, I think, a little bit before, but Michael Myers. It was, was all like,
0: in that realm of, like, late sixty like, late 60s to 70s. Right. Um, but a lot of the most iconic slashers came yep. out of that period.
2: And a lot of a lot of people, you know, like this, this movie, when you watch it, it feels tropey because of how many horror movies we've seen since. But to realize that this started all those tropes kind of just defines like we wouldn't be in horror where we are today. I don't think without this film, like this film is such a such a foundational piece for today's horror and all the tropes that we that we see, the final girl, you know, the Scream Queens, the um it's this is actually the first movie that had a um the killer to have his own theme song, like his own theme. That's the first movie that's ever done that. Um and it just kind of like horror just, you know, like I love horror. I'm a huge horror fan, and like watching this movie, it just kind of like takes your it like took my breath away a little bit because it's just like it's so iconic and just so um just so well done and everything about it it's just like uh, just the atmosphere i don't know how it's it's very like very cool that the atmosphere that's created with the first halloween like mm-hmm. you have this small town you know like small town city or small city usa like just happens to have this killer that just lurks around for apparently no reason. We have no reason why he's an enigma. We don't know what he looks like. We don't know, you know, anything about him really other than that. He's a, he's just evil. And like Donald, Donald, uh, Pleasance and this is like incredible. And he has some of the best, um, lines like in horror, like just <laughs> in general, I think so like this, it's just such an iconic movie and just such a staple and, in cinema as a whole, let alone the horror genre. And it's, I mean, it's just, it's an incredible movie. And I completely see why it would be Matt's or anyone else's favorite horror movie of all time. Cause it really set the standard for the horror.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I didn't, I didn't get the chance to rewatch the first Halloween. I might still squeeze it in before, uh, the holiday, the official holiday. Got to get this thing up to a five. Got to get it up there. It'll, um, it'll
2: get there. It has to. <laughs>
0: It's taken a couple times, but um, no, I still really love Halloween and some thoughts, you know, were kept occurring to me while watching the sequels because you can't help but compare uh, these to the first Halloween, especially when they are direct sequels like they they retcon all of um, the other films. Everything after the first film is retconned and just it's both the canon now is supposed to be Halloween one 2018 Halloween and then Halloween kills. That's how the storyline plays out. So you can't help but kind of compare them. And I was just thinking while watching them, like what the first one does so well is, yeah, exactly that atmosphere that it sets up, uh, the unstoppable nature, just literally evil incarnate and that it's, uh, you know, ambiguous or mysterious as to how or like why he is the way that he is. And we'll get into it when we get into Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some of those things, they're not trying, they don't try to explain them, but. The deeper they go, it just feels the more unsatisfying it is, um, and mm-hmm. that's why I love Halloween just as like a standalone horror movie. And obviously, sequels are gonna do what they do. They're gonna capitalize on popularity. They're gonna try to make money, and yeah, it just gets muddier and muddier as you go. But I do love that first film. Like like Matt said, the framing of Josh knows this in horror films. I love a good a uh, mm-hmm. a good little s- snippet in the background not calling it out no musical cues or anything like if you catch it it's freaky as fuck but if you don't see it like you'll have to catch it on the next time you watch it you know mm-hmm. and Halloween does that very well and um, yeah just love uh, love uh, score also like, like Matt touched on banger so and cool. um, they kind of retune it a little bit with a little uh, electronic electronica added in and uh, I still like the score. But I was gonna
2: say that's one thing I can, I can probably blanket across every all three is the, the score, score is yeah. good. Like John yeah. Carpenter does all three, and his son actually is in the second. The two I mean, yeah, they one. have they have a, son a good
0: uh, they have a good head start because they already have the theme laid out for them, so it's kind of easy to right to go off of that. But still modernize it a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, modernize a little bit. It's it's still good. So, um. Yeah, why don't uh, why don't you catch us up to where you're at in the series, Matt, and then we'll get into 2018 Halloween. Like, if you want to just briefly touch on some of the ones in the series, are there any standouts for you?
2: Yeah, I plan don't don't spoil too many. Like, yeah, Josh wants try, to. I'm gonna try many. and marathon. Oh, him, so if you can just kind of yeah. keep it vague.
1: Well, so the plan uh, for me and and my fiance, this was mostly my fiance's idea. I kind of had a feeling we wouldn't be able to do it in time but she wanted to see all of the halloween movies before the new one came out mm. and i was like eh, it's a little <laughs> audacious of you but we'll see
0: when, so, when well it depends uh, when you
2: started it how if you started the f- you would have if to you started start it the, the halloween, the yeah october 1st <laughs> like... <first.
0: laughs>
1: well so it was like end of september when we started it and we were doing really well mm. well i'll get there you'll, you'll see okay. so, Um, We did get through uh, a few of them So Halloween 2 I like quite a lot Um, It has one of the dumbest Scenes in the whole series That makes me laugh every time And I I won't be specific But there's like a kid That gets hit by a car Out of nowhere and there's like a huge explosion (laughs) And they just like I love that
0: already I'm all in already
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's just so silly um, but you know, there's like some decent tension in Halloween two and it's a little bit meaner, like there's really not much gore at all in the first Halloween. Right. And right. there's a little bit in the second one. Like it's it's starting to move into that like slasher, like, you know, gorehound vibe that the series ultimately turns into. But I have a soft spot for Halloween two. It's one of my favorites. Halloween three is the only one without Michael Myers in it. It's like a it was meant to kick off like a halloween like anthology film type thing like rather than have michael myers in every movie they were going to start doing like halloween themed movies you know like around the holiday of halloween and uh people hated it when it came out and it didn't do well financially so obviously halloween 4 michael myers is back but i like season of the witch it's pretty interesting what they do with this idea of like a Basically, it's about this like toy company who sells masks, and it's like a mind control scheme. Mm. It's kind of a weird movie, but there's some cool scenes. It's always interested good me. Cinematography. The third one, yeah. you never seen? No, her? I've never
0: seen. Uh, two is where I ended, so I've seen Halloween, uh, Halloween two, the Rob Zombie ones, and then the the s- then new the ones. DGG yeah, so. ones. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to see um, three. I, even some of the bad ones. I want to see just because of how bad they are. Like that interests H2O me a yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, 3, some people think 3 is their, like, favorite Halloween movie. <laughs> like, there's a guy I follow on no Twitter. The way it beats Twitter, the first one. No yeah. Hallow- there's a guy I follow on Twitter. Halloween 3 is literally his favorite horror movie of all time. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, slow down there. Like, it's, <laughs> it's cool. And there's some good, you know, there's some good um, shots and, and a good score. But so It's a it's um, the
0: hipster pick, though. Yeah. Because it doesn't yeah, have Michael it's Myers. Cool, it's a cool Yeah, guy it's a pick cool guy, guy sure. pick.
1: <laughs> Um, but I like it. I enjoy it. And then four is, I would say, the last good Halloween movie. Some people really dislike it, but...
0: Does that have a um, um, sub... What's the title for that? Is it just Halloween? Four? It's just Halloween. Okay. Four, okay. And yeah. f- five is...
1: Five is where the sub Okay, gotcha. In, you
2: know? That's where it's hard to get. Um, it's hard to keep That's trying. like the... What's the fifth mm-hmm. one called? Like the... When he's... Revenge. Revenge. Michael yep, Myers.
1: Yep. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. four four is cool there's some there's some really good shots um some really good kills i like that they introduce um like laurie's not in it so they introduce this like uh adopted uh basically like laurie had a daughter Mm. and she gets taken away from laurie and then she is basically like a foster kid basically gets adopted and uh it's about this family and it's um It's good. Like there's there's stuff to like about Halloween four. Like that's the last one that I would say I legitimately enjoy. Mm -hmm. And then Halloween five happened and we were (laughs) cruising in our marathon. We were watching like one a night. Like I think literally four nights in a row, we were watching Halloween Halloween five comes along and we both fall asleep. It's so bad. Like Halloween five is not it's not the worst one, but it's rough. Like that's the that's where the series really I would say there's value at least for me personally in the first four. The other ones are kind of you check a box, right? Like you can say you've seen all the Halloween movies, but for me, like there's not much after (laughs) four to like, so have not yet gone back to five that kind of derailed our marathon. But our our plan now is to finish all of them before Halloween, actual Halloween. Yeah. So we still got plenty of time.
0: Um, <laughs> Bummer.
1: Nice. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm. I won't go into details about the other ones because I don't. I don't think any of them are very good. H2O <laughs> is okay, I guess. Did you are, like they, the are they? Are
0: they? My question is like, are they fun to watch because of how bad they are? No. Uh, Fuck. Yeah, that's gonna be hard then.
1: No, they're not. I'm doing it. Anyway. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna do it anyway. Just, to, just to check the box, like you say.
0: You're a braver man than I am.
1: Some people really like Six. Like, there's a pro- If you watch Six, try to get your hands on the producer's cut because some people really like it. Um, I don't. I think it's still a bad movie. Like it might be better than the theatrical cut, but it's still bad. Some people really like Six, though. So if you do watch all of them, try to watch the producer's cut if you can. Um, and, you know, H2O has its defenders, but I think H2O is okay. And then Resurrections is the low point in the whole series <laughs> resurrection is garbage yeah it's
0: funny i was on um imdb like on looking at halloween kills like just uh info and stuff and the the first thing is like all of the halloween films ranked by imdb score and halloween resurrection is the lowest yeah so. isn't that the
2: one with a mask is like hideous
0: <laughs> yeah so that like that's my other question too is the mask <laughs> you've been you've seen all these before and you've been able to see it change and mm-hmm. stuff that just seems like so obvious to me i guess like how do you not replicate it exactly? Like you have yeah. a whole movie to go off of as your, for your basis. Like, yeah, it hard. shouldn't be that hard for like yeah. a professional, uh, you know, decently high budget movie to replicate a mask. <laughs> but yeah. some We're, of the just masks look so again. bad. Like if you look at um, a ranking of like the mask or like just like a, a screenshot of a timeline of the mask, it gets really bad at one point. It's, it's pretty funny. <laughs>
1: Well, so H2O is actually the worst offender of that. So I don't, I can't recall the specifics off the top of my head, but basically while they were filming H2O, like they were, someone, I don't know who, someone was going to sue. The, per, like the studio for the use of the mask. Uh, so they had, like, there's literally three different masks in H2O, and one of them oh is. Oh my CG. God. <laughs> they literally CG a mask onto someone's face and it looks horrible. Yeah. So H2O is the worst offender, but there was some, like, legal stuff that was going on. Okay. With that, but, that makes sense. Yeah. You would Yikes. think the original mask from Halloween is just, like, sitting in a warehouse. <laughs> right, right. Like, just use that mask, but apparently it's not that easy.
0: Well,. <laughs> All right, let's, um let's let's talk about the 2018 Halloween. So this this like I said, this one is a direct sequel to Halloween one. I think they uh, were planning on retconning everything after Halloween one, um especially due to where the sequels kind of led the series. They wanted to just go off of the first one. It's obviously the best one. And uh, yeah, this picks up. What is it? 40 years later. 40 exactly. Yep. OK, yep. 40 years to the date. And um, when was what's the timeline between the last? Oh, I guess it would be Rob Zombies, which are remakes. So it doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> what you, what it's to, the first Halloween in a long time is what I was saying. Well, but, yeah,
2: 2007 was the first 2009, I think, was, was the, the remake, one for something Robin like that was his okay, last one. And then they waited like nine years to make. So, that.
0: yeah, it's been. Yeah, it's it's about a decade. Um, but yeah, that one's directed by Dave Gordon Green also um, just like sequel. And uh, where are you guys at with Halloween as a as a direct sequel to the first one, which we all love. We already talked about that. Where, where do you think this takes the series? How do you feel about it? Me or Matt? Either or.
2: Um, I'll go. Um, so I, re-watching this, I've seen this um, a decent amount of times. This is the one that got me into Halloween. I hadn't seen any of the Halloweens prior. Um so like this was this, this was, was your introduction. This was my introduction to Halloween. Kind of crazy. I know. And I really liked it um back then, but rewatching the first one again and then watching this one like kind of back to back, yeah. <laughs> it actually no, I think it actually ended up helping the movie. What? I think that the the 2018 version like kind of like sets in stone and def- really defines Michael Myers. I think that the first one kind of is the introduction like he's still you know it's michael myers but you don't get enough of him you know you don't really get in everything like kind of put out to you whereas the newest one kind of rolls it out a little bit better or a little bit more and i think that it it works very very well um like you said the score i think is um really good and this um had a lot of tension in this one like um you know the smaller landscape or the smaller um atmosphere really helps in this one and this is what i have i've seen a lot of people also comment on this saying that this halloween is you know second or third like best in the series right um and i think that just has to do with you know he really took it just felt like a passion project for halloween like it it felt like somebody that really really loved the movie and didn't want to mess up and he tried, you know, he was very structural and very, um, um, deliberate in his, in his intentions with this movie. Um, and I think that that helped it out a lot and it's just, I just, I just love it. And I love the, um, his mask in this one, like his mask and his, um, his whole outfit, like it definitely feels the same as like the first one, like he feels yeah, medicine worn, 40 years yeah. worn, yeah. but it's like you know you get the little bit of you know age on it it looks like it's cracking a little bit because it's old as hell you know and just having those little tweaks of that and you have laurie in it that jamie lee curtis does really well in this like you know that she thinks that this whole time he's like coming back to exact revenge to her in all actuality he doesn't give a fuck who she is like it's the doctor the whole time but like the, the, the feeling that you get from her thinking that he's like coming after her, he's stalking her and you really get into that mindset. And then it kind of throws you for a loop. Like, Oh, he's not even, he doesn't care who you are. He just wants to just kill, you know? And that's just kind of shaping that shaping Michael Myers to be that, you know, the first one touches on it, but it doesn't really round that out. And I think that this one solidifies, like I said, who Michael Myers and what he what he's doing and or lack thereof um so i i it went up on this rewatch um just you know what? just, what? yeah it went what? up <laughs> yeah i i think it's a very very good movie and i i i love this one a lot cool
1: i'm happy to hear that dude i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm right there i'm right there with you this is actually the first halloween the 2018 halloween uh is my second favorite in the whole series and for a lot of the reasons that you just uh outlined, like it feels like a movie made by halloween fans for halloween fans you know what mm-hmm. i mean like a lot of people criticize it for being like too referential like it's like it's like fan service almost and i get that criticism but like I am a huge fan, right? Yeah. So, like, it's, I'm you. the guy. I'm the one that's like creaming in the theater when they like reference. Like, I'll give you an example. So, there's a scene in the in Halloween 2018 where, um, God, I can't remember her name. The uh, Laurie's granddaughter, Andy. Oh yeah, yeah. What's her character's no name? Her name? Fuck. Anne. Ann? No, not Anne. Annie's from that Allison. Game. Whatever you're know what talking about her character, she's sitting in the classroom and she looks out the window Mm -hmm. and it's a direct uh, reference to the first Halloween Mm -hmm. where Jamie Lee Curtis is like, looks out the window and she sees Michael, except this time she sees Lori. Right. So, I mean, that's, that's a reference to a specific shot from the first Mm -hmm. one. Like there's lots of those little like visual references and music references to the original Halloween. And it just, you, you truly appreciate the fact that there's not this like, elaborate backstory you know like michael just happens to to get loose and he winds up back in haddonfield and murders people and jamie lee curtis like what they do with her character as far as like like basically linda hamilton from terminator 2 vibes you know like Mm -hmm. turns into like a like a badass like military like prepper (laughs) type of person who's just like her whole life has been about waiting for this moment i like that that's the direction they take it in and it's just i wouldn't say it's scary but there are some good moments of tension Mm -hmm. and i think it's well shot like the only thing i'm not a huge fan of in in halloween 2018 is you alluded to it but like the the doctor character like the new loomis basically Mm -hmm. like well i will circle back to this when we talk about halloween kills more in depth but you alluded to the fact that like Michael wasn't searching for Lori, like the doctor basically was driving him to Lori. Mm -hmm. But like that whole scene, that was really the one moment in the movie where I was like, it played kind of corny. Like the fact that he just like attacks Mm -hmm. the cop, you know, and like gets in the car. And then I, that whole moment just felt really lame to me, but they try to make it make sense in Halloween kills. And well yeah. we'll get to that. <laughs> but otherwise like the way that I, he, I really love it the
2: way that he dies so like <laughs> it just kicks the fucking back of the
0: cop yeah just smashes his head into the yeah so good yeah Um. so I think Halloween 2018 is a very fun sequel to that first one I think the first one plays it more I think the first one is like a, a very good balance of like serious but like slasher where like the slasher genre in general always has like these tropes and is kind of corny and you know you can't take it like super seriously but i think the first one strikes a like the perfect balance of all those things and this one um kind of plays more into like just the the typical slasher where it is corny and um you know, I don't think the characters are super well, like the especially the new ones are super well done. Um, and a lot of like the writing and dialogue for them, I think, is kind of bad. But I do I do like it. And I might even say I like it a lot, but um, just in terms of a Halloween movie. I still haven't even seen the bad ones, so this is only compared to the six that I have seen. But yeah, I like that he is, you know, that he is just an unstoppable force still. And uh, even 40 years later, that's like, that's like the big, the big thing is you see, you know, I love that opening scene where they show like his age and he just is like biding his time. And, you know, he's this super menacing person still 40 years later, like he is evil incarnate. And um, I do like the direction that they take what Matt kind of was alluding to in the second one where it's a little bit meaner. This is like, this is between somewhere between Rob Zombie and Halloween Two is where <laughs> Halloween and Halloween mm-hmm. Kills lies. It's not it's not Rob Zombie bad, but um, they definitely have a lot cooler kills and violence in these ones, and that's um, probably where it should stay. But yeah, I like I like a lot of the kills and stuff that uh, that Michael Myers pulls off, and I love the I love how much like the family is involved in this one, how it's generational now between, uh, Lori, her daughter, her granddaughter. I, you know, I like all that stuff and we'll get into that in the next one where they take that. But, um, yeah, like how uh, you said she becomes like this prepper and she is basically out for revenge. Like she's kind of, I think they do a good job of like showing her, uh, uh, her fear but like her happiness that he is out so she has like this chance she's like this is my shot I've been preparing for this for so long like it's kind of like you know those scenarios that you play over over in your head like what would I what would I have done I would have done this like it's finally happening for her and I like all that stuff um yeah it's not it's definitely fallen off from the first one but it's still fun um this is one that I've like struggled with in terms of like where how to rate it and like how much I actually like it but it's still super easy to watch and you can tell I think like you both said it's it's made from a Halloween fan and um, yeah there's there's a lot to like I just I think some of the comedy too interjected is turned me off a little bit like the dad a lot of the high oh, school I got kids peanut butter all over my
2: penis yeah it's pretty bad
0: <laughs> <laughs> not for me but um, yeah there's quite a bit to like here uh, if you're coming from a fan of just slasher films.
2: And another thing I like about this one, a lot of like newer horror do, does it now, is like kind of date it. So, like, you'll have like text message threads and stuff. Mm. This one doesn't do any, like, you don't, like, you know, obviously it's present day, but there's no yeah. like technology that's like, oh, we can, we can put drones and we can like put drones in the air and see them now. Like, yeah, for sure. Just, I mean, like, they have their it, cell phones, but that's, not yeah, it. but they yeah. keep it like, yeah, pretty pretty timeless in terms of you. Obviously, like it said, except you know. for the fact
0: that they say it's forty years. Well, you know it's Yeah, you know it, but
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not like egregious and it's not like in your face <laughs> about it. Yeah, um, and I also you are talking about um, what you're saying. He's like it's still in car, evil incarnate, like mm-hmm. that scene when he they pull out the mask and yeah. all the people around him are like freaking out. You just that tension, just like <laughs> and he's or
0: say something
2: and do 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 and it, oh, that opening scene so good.
0: Yeah, there's there's definitely good scenes and good moments, and like I said, there's lots to like about it. But I don't know. It's just I guess everything else surrounding it. I think if you see
2: all the other ones, I think it might help this one. Well, yeah, it's
1: only going to go down from here, bud. Like, I don't, <laughs> just just wait until if you watch the other. ones. Like, I don't understand these people who think it's like one of the worst in the series. Like some people really, really hate. Really, both the new, both this newest one and the 2018 Halloween, like some people really dislike it, and mm. I just don't know how you can have that opinion. <laughs>
2: Seeing all the rest of them, like yeah. you were ones. saying yeah, so,
0: like, so. Here's the, you were saying like something about the um, the uh, well, it's not pandering. The um, the uh, <laughs> all of the references, fan yeah, fan stuff. service references yeah. in this one. I I thought it was well done in the 2018 one. It gets To me, it gets really bad in Halloween Kills, which we'll get into, like in terms of going turning back the clock and like fan service. I mean, it goes deep in Halloween Kills. Halloween is like, (laughs) you know, almost like little Easter eggs. Like, yeah, it's obvious, but like not too obvious. Yeah. You know, I thought it was good in the 2018 one. Yeah.
2: When I first saw this, you know, like for somebody that doesn't know the Halloween movies, Mm -hmm. you kind of get a good feel like those referential things help you to watch this one because you kind of get, you have to build it up a little bit if this is the first one you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Whereas, or or if you're a diehard fan like Matt is, the little Easter eggs that he finds. So it's like a fan, like for fans and you can take it as like an introductory film. Like this was like a, perf- a good way for me to get into the series mm-hmm. because it did touch on all those little things that I might, me or others might not have known.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's there's um there's a fine line between, you know, like you said fan service and references, Easter eggs, pandering, all those things like yeah, it's it's a tough line to walk, but I think I think the I think this one does it well. And eh, not so much Halloween kills, but yeah. The, um Okay, anything else for uh Halloween 2018? I mean, we've already talked enough about it here. If we've rewatched it and our scores changed, do you want to slap a star rating? I've never talked about Halloween. This is my first rewatch of it um, since we've done the show. So what are you saying out of five? Yeah,
2: mine, like I said, it went up. It was originally a four. It's a four and a half now. And I think that it could be a five when I watch the rest of them.
0: Well, OK, <laughs> what? You're just the rest of them like suck. So you're just saying, no, yeah, no, no, compared no. to the rest. It's yeah, good. because.
2: Yeah, if I like another one better, then it, it like that could go. It it could affect this score too. If I'm you thinking like another one. Better. Like if the, I've only seen three of them, so like if if this one is that much better than the rest of them, then I think they could go up on another rewatch. Okay,
0: compared to other kind horror gross, movies but... though. No, <laughs> no,
2: no. Just the the series in general. Like I'm leaving it. Why to don't see you just
0: rate it as a film on its own without seeing because the there's
2: you, there's factors.
0: Okay. <laughs> Whatever.
1: I agree. I agree with you to to a point, though. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: it, it's not gonna like. Obviously, it's only gonna go up maybe a half a star at most if it does. It's not. Well, like there's I'm only room really, to go up half a star. That's, well, I'm that's not saying like I'm gonna Gosh. make a huge leap anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay.
2: But it's got room to grow um, still.
1: For me, I I was I had the opposite. So the first time I saw it, I gave it five stars. Absolutely loved it. But I was watching it like. As a Halloween fan with, like, a raging boner the whole time (laughs) I was watching it, right? Oh, yeah. So, removed from that experience, still really, really liked it, but uh, some of the, like, sheen kind of wore off of it, and I was able to notice, like, some of the flaws a little bit more. So, I went from a 5 down to a 4.5. Still think it's a great movie. I still love it, but... um, Maybe came in a little hot with that five star uh, the first time I thought. <laughs> I
2: don't think so. Um, I don't know. I think that it could easily be a five. No way.
1: I can't see it going up uh, back up. I just. Yeah. I mean, there are some stupid scenes in that movie. Yeah. Like
2: he can drive a car. It's no, well, he
1: can drive a car in the first Halloween. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it's, how, uh, when do we so, learn to drive? Okay. He was six years old and then went straight to fit thing 15 years later. Now Played he a lot of GTA. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, the,
1: you've, you figure it out. It's not that hard, right? <laughs>
2: I mean, if you never touch a steering wheel since you were six, ever. I don't know.
1: I feel like part of that, though, we're going off the rails. Part of that, like when you're driving, like... As a kid, like, you're nervous about it, right? So part of it is like, ooh, it's like in an accident. Ooh, yeah, no, he just dad, doesn't give a scary. shit. He just doesn't give a fuck, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, <laughs> he's also
0: he... evil incarnate. Like, evil knows how to drive. Do you, to yeah, totally, Do you think he uses his turn signals? Do you think he puts a seatbelt on? No, he's
1: evil. <laughs> he definitely knows. Do
2: but... <laughs> you think he runs stop signs? Turn signal?
0: Fuck you.
1: <laughs> he's
2: oh, you want to pull one. me over? You're dead now.
0: Uh, okay, Halloween over. 2018. Like I said, for me, very fun movie, easy to watch. Uh, love it as a sequel to Halloween. Doesn't live anywhere near like up to that film though. Um, also, you said it doesn't date it. I did. I did forget to say like the one thing that does date it a little bit, which it's a very long, it's a very long, uh, it spans a lot of time, but like the people doing the, the journalist, quote unquote journalist, them being like, doing it as a podcast is very uh, like of the time. Yeah, sure. So like, yeah, right now. And even you could say 10 years before now, 10 years after now, those are going to, it's always going to be a thing, but like 30, 40 years, who knows? Anyway, <laughs> love it. Yeah. Uh, as a sequel, think it's fun, but I don't know. I'm struggling between like a three and a 3.5. I think I liked it less than I did in the theater when, which, which I gave it a 3.5. I would say a very heavy three for now could change with a rewatch especially after watching halloween kills yeah much more to appreciate oh so there you go there you go <laughs> exactly of more to appreciate <laughs> no i don't know i'd probably would say the same um all right well let's get into halloween kills and i'm just gonna already we already said everything <laughs> already so i'm just blew gonna your load this here, <laughs> so if you guys are ready yep yeah what did you guys think of halloween kills matt you want to kick us off
1: Sure. Um, Get into it.
0: Been waiting for this.
1: Not as good as uh, 2018 Halloween, but I will say I did ultimately like the film. It's just really messy. Like, there are way more things that I can look at and be like, this sucks. Oh, yeah. You know, like, there are many more nitpicky things with mm-hmm. this film. What this movie does best is michael killing people yeah there's a lot the kills open, are right? awesome there's great kills the fact that he this movie embraces the fact that he is an unstoppable killing machine and w- we're gonna do spoiler free stuff right these how you guys do yeah the show general thoughts and then, um yeah. and then
0: we'll get into spoilers after yep yep
1: okay okay just making sure so they embrace that I like that and I dislike it, but we have to get into specifics for that. So we'll, we'll circle back to that. But um, it's just, I like, I understand that they're trying to go for this like communal trauma and like, you know, the community is grieving over all these years and there's this like mob mentality aspect of it, but there's just too many characters and too many like, side things going on that are just like kind of hammy and stupid that it just kind of distracts from the actual main characters of the story. Mm. Like I think Lori, Karen, and Allison really don't have much to do in this movie. Like the focus is not on them. That like the movie chooses to focus on like the community mm. of haddonfield and there are aspects of that that I thought worked, but for the most part not a fan. And yeah, I think you—I can't remember which one. I think it was you, Josh, alluded to, um, like the 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 references are way more annoying and like in your face in this movie because they bring back Tommy Doyle and Lindsay, mm. and that's fine. Like if it had just been Tommy Doyle and Lindsay, I would have been okay with it. But they bring back the fucking nurse <laughs> who's in the first movie for like. Yep two minutes and they add a new character like they have the that that lonnie guy who's like not even in the first movie they add in him so that he can be this new just it's just a mess mm-hmm. like that that whole aspect of the film just did not work for me and there's like a 30 minute maybe not 30 like 20 to 30 minutes somewhere in their chunk in the middle where michael's just gone right mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they're not focusing on him at all and like just the pacing is all over the place and overall I liked it, but significantly weaker than the 2018 film.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I pretty much agree with everything you said. Um, I didn't like it that much. (laughs) Um, It just, like you said, all the subplots, none of them, none of them click, none of them clicked for me at all. Really? Um, Like you said, they added Lonnie in and Lonnie was, the only reason why they added him in is to be the father of the, the boyfriend Cameron, yeah, like yeah. for no, uh, no reason. And um, I think that this one, the, this is only the third one I've seen. So I, I might be speaking out of, out of um, turn or whatever, but um, the beauty of the first Halloween and the 2018 Halloween is the small scope of everything. Um, you know, that's how you're able to build the atmosphere is the small like you know like i said small town usa like very it's in a house or it's it's one on one it's you know it's very intimate and that's what you know helps with that atmosphere and the overall broodiness of the of michael myers where this one it larger, it um widens the scope significantly i think you're adding all these extras in and you're relying on these extras to kind of drive the film with, you know, their acting and their, um, their beats. And, you know, when you do that, it kind of, the acting just gets worse and worse the more characters you add in it, um, that aren't necessarily good actors, you know, and, um, just the, the corniness, the cheesiness of this, this felt like it, it, it wanted to be, almost campy at times but it never like like it felt campy but i don't think it was intended at all to be campy and that's kind of like kind of messed messed it with or messed it up for me um but yeah the whole like i don't the whole mob mentality was i thought was pretty stupid um you know that's like i said the the beauty of the first two is like it's Lori versus michael it's and then the, the the newest one is like the strout the the family versus Michael, and then this one is like Haddonfield versus Michael, and it's like I don't know, it just it just kind of felt so corny at times that it wasn't. I don't think it was intentional at all. Um, but shot, I think it looked good. Um, score, obviously, we, I talked about that earlier, it was really good. Um, and then um, I think Michael looks incredible in this one. The his slight bur- the burn mask, the cut the cuts on his you know on the mask that when he got shot. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: the carryover of the yeah the three progression fingers. of his mask, and I can't wait to well, see. Well, the what hand too. They keep because that, that was from the last 2018 when he gets his fingers yep. blown off, and then
2: like, you see the yep. handprint, and it's, it's only the three fingers. <sighs> yeah, when when he walks in there the mm-hmm. old house. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Little John, Big John, those characters were horrible. <laughs> like,
1: oh, yeah, no way. I love Stewart, Little John and Big Stewart John. From,
0: Mad TV. mad tv like yeah.
2: what the hell <laughs> yeah i, I didn't so mind funny. um big john i thought
1: they were funny yeah
2: stewart i thought was horrible big john was pretty funny at times i think he had a couple like, like <laughs> when he's like you had a golf club and like hitting he, there's kids in the damn bushes <laughs> <laughs> i thought hell, but, like he's like clicking the pitchfork for no reason like yeah. I, I didn't mind his character but i think stewart was pretty pretty horrible and like i don't know it was just it just wasn't for me yeah and the referential thing was like really bad it's like cut flashback to the 2018 nope okay and then it's gonna move forward not this is why they're doing this or like she's like in the hospital um allie allison's in the hospital grandma Mm. she's sleeping and she's just like um just let's throw a flashback in here while she's looking at her while she's in the bed like it just kind of just messed with the overall pacing of it and it was just kind of a mess overall. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Real quick before you go, Kyle, mm-hmm. I just wanted to touch on, um, I don't think I necessarily agree that the movie is not intentionally campy. Like there's a part of me that thinks that that was totally intentional. Like they were maybe trying to emulate like a different era of. Of Halloween, which the middle portions, like basically from two onward, it is really schlocky and it is very tropey and silly. Gotcha. And I I don't think they, I, I wouldn't say it was unintentional. I just don't think it was well done or effective all of the time. So I wouldn't agree with, with saying that it's not intentional. I would just say it, it's not right. ultimately successful. Yeah. And that's
2: why, I would that. that's why I like kind of disclaimer, like I haven't seen enough of them to kind of comment on the series as a whole. So I didn't know sure. if, if this one kind of has that same identity as, you know, but the other ones. I always say but,
0: like, if a tone, if, if your intention is to set this tone and you as a viewer do not feel it, then that's a failure on the film and the filmmakers. Like, if their intention is to set this campy tone, then they need to set the tone. Like I didn't, I kind of felt it was campy in some parts, but I I ultimately, I agree with you. Like I didn't really feel that campy nature throughout. It kind of felt like a more carry. It kind of, it's, I mean, it is directly after 2018 and it felt very much in the same vein as the 2018 one, but a lot dumber because of decisions, characters and things Mm -hmm. like that. So yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Getting into it getting more into it, I'll ultimately like, you know, my rating on the first one, I'm not as high or on the first one, 2018 Halloween. I'm not as high as it, as you guys are. So this one with, with how much of a step down it is, I ended up not liking it uh, very much, but I will, I mean, I don't want to, you know, basically sound like a parrot and just uh fucking say everything Matt said, have an original thought, you know, but <laughs> I do agree with a lot of things Um, I think it is a mess the added characters are way too much I hate how they sideline Lori and her family like I wish this just if it's a literally after the events of what happened like it should have just been a carry through of that you know Halloween kills maybe they can finally end this fucking franchise and you know put a definitive ending to it Um, no spoilers Um, but yeah just this mob mentality and like like you said this the whole town being in on it they have to introduce so many people like yeah tommy and um Lindsay are there but you know even giving like more backstory to the to the doctor or whoever we saw well his halloween costume is doctor i don't know what he is but the guy that like we saw for two seconds in halloween like they give them more screen time they give like everybody feels like more fleshed out here but not not enough to give them like an arc or any kind of character. It's just like, how many names can we remember? That's what it felt like. Like how many people can I remember in this movie? It's just way too overwhelming. Definitely good kills. Like you said, uh super violent, even more than the first one, which is saying a lot. And I like that. Um, and yeah, it definitely doubles down on the, on the fact that he is an unstoppable force, yeah, but it just down. feels like it, Gets away from the Halloween, the him, the Lori storyline. I should say, just it feels like it gets away from that, and that's like my biggest problem with it.
1: Yeah, I I I agree with you there. I just um, like the the script is kind of dopey. Like there's there's some. Like some humor in the first movie, right? I mean, it's written by fucking Danny McBride, or at least, you know, he's a, a co writer of the film. Yeah. So, like, and David Gordon comes from movies. comedy too. So, oh, yeah,
0: like, right, both of them. right.
1: So, this movie definitely doubles down on the schlockiness and the humor, and it's not ultimately very successful. So, there's just these like weird tonal switches that keep happening because it's like at the same time, it's a really like brutal aggressive movie but also silly and tropey and like it 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 just it doesn't successfully like juggle all of the balls that it's trying to keep up in the air and definitely definitely drop some as it's moving through the story. Now in spoilers we'll get to it but there are some interesting directions that they take the you know the whole Laurie Strode Michael Myers unstoppable force thing like I I like aspects of it and dislike aspects of it so we can get more into that in in the in the spoilers I suppose but just I don't know like it's interesting that this movie is the same length as the 2018 Halloween this one feels long Longer, yeah like I'm not going to go as because I did enjoy the movie. I'm not going to go as far as saying it was a slog, but it did feel longer even though they're exactly the same length. Cuz there's just no focus, you know? The movie just yeah. moves bounces around too many threads and the pacing is just all over the place and I it's 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 sloppy, I guess is the best way of putting it. And I I do enjoy it. And as a Halloween fan, I do think it does some interesting things with like the mythology of Michael Myers but i don't know man like <laughs> oh and and like we have to mention the fact that it definitely feels like a middle movie cuz like we knew there was going to be two more it, it was going to be a trilogy right, right? so like oh we know, know it's going to be but... a middle <laughs> movie but oh you didn't I... oh when they they announced they were going to Yeah gonna they do already had the plot and everything for both the third one at one. the same time really yeah. Yeah. Hmm. but it, ends. you feel it it, you feel it feels like a middle movie right like i think oh, yeah. that's oh it definitely feels reason, like that <laughs> yeah that's part of the reason why they choose to focus on all these stories and kind of sideline like the strode family mm-hmm. i think it's because that's going to be a, a big factor in the last movie right yeah that's what uh, i was it negatively impacts the middle one because it's like what well, jamie lee curtis is a legend and she's just in a fuck like she's in a hospital bed the whole time, and she basically has an exposition dump at the oh end God, of the yeah. movie. Like <laughs> that was lame as hell. You know what's also it's lame like, is
2: bringing Will Patton back for no reason. The sheriff, the
1: sheriff. like, oh, he, he didn't do yeah, anything. Like,
0: well, they're that, obviously setting up something between them. I feel right, like for which the
2: third one. This one is is I definitely I, I can hope
0: foresee everything that's gonna happen. In the yeah, third as one. <laughs> messy
2: as as messy as this one feels. I hope that it it's messy because it has to set up what the third one's going to be.
0: I just don't feel the need to it okay so it's a middle film. It it needs to have this continuing threat so they can't put any definitive ends to anything here. But I feel like they write themselves in a corner and it's like the only way to get out is like total conveniences and it's like you didn't have to do that. There's so many like if you're building up a trilogy and it was already greenlit, like make it so that it flows better and makes, you know, it's more concise. Like this is the whole, like, especially the ending we'll, we'll get to it in spoilers, but what happens there, like if this was any person, I would think they would do things differently. Like there's just so many dumb choices and yeah, that's a trope of the genre, but not really an excuse. I don't, I don't see why they had to put themselves in that position just because it's a middle film. Like, I don't know. I thought it could have been a lot better.
2: Yeah. I think we just, what do you think? you just go spoilers while you, so you can just can, kind of, conclude. yeah, we've all done our general thoughts. So you can so just kind of keep going to... on to what you were saying. I mean, yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, or Matt, either one, cause <sighs> I know you guys both were want to touch on the spoilers for
0: sure. <laughs> okay. So,
1: no, Kyle. I mean, you were, you were right in the middle of it. Yeah. yeah spoilers
0: keep it, from so here on keep out. Going, yeah. Um, the fact that the way they end it with this, uh, you know, the mob surrounding Michael, um, you know it's called Halloween kills they you think all the trailers and marketing is led up to like oh you know this ends tonight and they say that like so many times Oh, what did they say evil dies tonight yeah they keep chanting chanting i hate it so it. bad the whole hospital
2: God. scene was brutal the hospital horrible.
0: scene was brutal we'll get back to that um but the ending they you know they have him surrounded yeah they're hitting him with blunt objects and all this bullshit but Karen or whatever the fuck her name is, Judy Greer stabs him with a knife. It's like, if that was me in that position, like you have seen, you have been witness to all the things that he can survive, like lop his fucking head off, you know, do something that just like totally incapacitates him. But they keep doing these stupid things. There's like, yeah, let's hit him with a two by four. Let's stab him in the back. <laughs> Let him <laughs> like,
2: hit with old Huckleberry.
0: Yeah. And then it's like they all, <laughs> this choreography they're all like you know swinging at him or whatever. They're all like taking these super precise blows and stuff. And then after, as soon as he's down, and they think he's dead, and he gets back up, then then it gets into action movie trope where they all attack him one by one, and he just kills them all. After that, yeah, it's yeah. like, wait, what happened? You guys were so good before, and then this happens. Like, just I, I I get again if this is a second if this is a middle movie, they have to have him survive. But watching that, like, I just can't. And again, if this was, if it leaned into the campy nature of it, you know, if there was something that led me into that path, it's, it's more forgivable. Um, but I didn't feel that I didn't know it was a middle movie. Like all of these things, just, I was like flabbergasted watching that. Like, this is so dumb. What am I watching? Yeah.
1: See, I didn't, I didn't dislike. I actually kind of liked that scene at the end where they're like, you know, everybody He gets shot multiple times. Oh yeah. Everybody's beating him.
0: Takes six rounds I to feel the chest. Like,
1: it's like it wouldn't seven have from been, Donald or uh, it's a lot, yeah. In the first movie, yeah, yeah Loomis. like five. Shot shots. Yeah. It wouldn't have been that bad if it wasn't intercut with Lori in the hospital giving that oh, like, yeah. exposition dump <laughs> Not- about, you know, he's he's every time he kills, he, he becomes less human and he transcends. And it's just like I could have done without that. Like, I liked the fact that they embrace because in the first Halloween, like, I mean, you just said it, like, he gets shot, like, five times, and he survives, you know, we get to see him, like, on the ground, and then we come back, and he's gone, and that that's where it leaves it, right? I like that this movie takes it a little further, and they're, like, really, like, beating the fuck out of him, and you you wish, like, I totally get the criticism, like, why don't they just, like aim all of their guns at his head and just all shoot him in the head like 50 times. You know, like, I get that. That's a horror movie. That's a trope, though, right? Exactly, yeah. You can watch these kind of slasher movies and, like, that's not the part where I'm, like, questioning the character motivations. A prime example of, like, questioning characters making dumb decisions is the scene where... I can't remember who all is there, but the, the new couple, like the, the nurse and the doctor, that scene where they get attacked, the nurse like climbs out of the window. Right. And she has a gun.
0: Yeah. the car. But then she's
1: just like gone for two minutes. (laughs) And then after everyone's already fucking dead, she comes back and she's like firing the gun. Yeah.
0: That's that. Where was
1: she that whole time? I feel like that's like right after
0: right in the middle. That's like that second act. That is just a whole, it's almost a blur to me because of how messy it is. Like, The hospital Mm -hmm. scene, I think is terrible. That scene, I think is terrible. And before we move on from what you just said, I I do want to say like the part of the reason why I love the first one so much is because of that, like ambiguity and mysteriousness about Michael Myers. Like he's literally called the shape, like he's credited as the shape. And the more they try to explain and like give these like definitive things like, uh, like this movie literally lays it out like no matter what you do to him he's going to survive. Like that that is set in stone right now. And I feel like in the first one after that like there's a little bit of mysteriousness where it's like it's super super implausible but being you know being shot that many times and surviving but like it could happen, you know. There's there's almost a human nature left to him and now like that's completely removed, which I think is interesting about the first movie and makes this makes Michael Myers less interesting now to me. And he's always been like the same. He's always been like evil incarnate, but just the way that the first one balances that mysteriousness of him and, you know, like, like that evil nature driving him and like human nature also mm-hmm. versus this is like, there is no human at all. It's like, you can do whatever and he'll survive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, kind I feel of, like it loses a little bit of something. It
2: definitely, it definitely, it, it starts feeling like he's more like Jason. Yeah, you know, exactly. like he's yeah. a supernatural force where it's like like he bleeds, you know, like he obviously gets hurt. He like feels pain. Face is br- you can burn like, like, yeah. like he's a human. So why why try and make him transcend into something that's supernatural? Like like yeah. you said, it kind of loses its lust a little bit and it's its flair because now you're like, well, he's just never going to die. Yeah, definitely. You
0: know? Yeah. And that's what I was I literally text I think I was talking to Travis about this. I was like, there's never gonna be a satisfying end to this series because of what they've set up in it. And I thought the where they were gonna go after 2018 was that um what you were saying about him, you know, hunting down Lori, like Lori is his driving motivation, but then they kind of go away from that. Like I was like, Oh, this it would kind of be cool if um That was his, you know, motivation, his driving factor. And like in the end, maybe she has to sacrifice herself or die for him to like, you know, for the series to come to an end. Like, I feel like there's never going to be a satisfying conclusion to this now because of what they've set up again, writing themselves into a corner.
1: I mean, that's just Harry Potter, right? Like one has to die for the, like, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's literally the whole, that's how they end Harry Potter is fucking, they can't both die or they both have to die. Like I kind of like, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Like that's one of the things I actually find like as a Halloween fan, like most interesting as far as the direction they take this movie is that the other Halloween sequels, hinge on the fact that like he is after lori specifically right mm. and this movie like i don't think it's it's made explicitly clear in 2018 the the whole doctor thing right the doctor was gonna take michael to Laurie. like I, this movie really doubles down on the fact that like but this doctor took michael there and the only reason he was even in that environment was because of the doctor like really doubling down on the fact that like he's just a a kid like he's a, the mind of a six-year-old in this body and he's evil like i thought that's an interesting way to subvert the tropes of the franchise because Lori strode is like almost as integral to the Halloween franchise as Michael Myers is, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So the fact that they're, like, leaning into this notion that, like, no, she's just she just happened to be there that night. You know what I mean? And, yeah, like, there's an interesting concept of of trauma, right? Of, of Laurie being a victim. And I kind of like the idea of her whole life being dictated by this experience she had with Michael. But Michael has probably not even thought about Lori at all over these 40 years, you know what I mean? Like, his in his mind, he just wants to get home. Like, I find that really interesting. I just don't think this movie does a good job of exploring, like, the communal grief and, like, generational trauma. It's, like, very ham-fisted, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's an interesting concept, but... It's just it's just too uh, um, clumsy the way they handle like the 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 notion of of trauma and victimhood in this movie. It's just I don't know. I mean, if you're gonna talk about like a, a a survivor of of violence, like there there needs to be a little bit of nuance there if you're gonna do it successfully. Otherwise, it just comes across as like schlocky and corny, right? And I think that's kind of where it sounds like you guys landed. Is it's just. Like it's just too much. Like oh, yeah. and it's just it's just too messy to overcome like the fact that there's you know, there's some decent atmosphere and there's some good kills and and all this stuff. Like it's overshadowed by them just going too hard in the paint with the plot, <laughs> right? Like they don't need to. Right. <laughs> they really don't need to.
0: Yeah, I like <clears throat> I thought after watching it, I just You know, I always think, you know, what would have made this better? I just thought and this plays into expectations and things like that. But I just thought it was going to be, you know, these the three, the women, you know, hunting down Michael Myers and, you know, trying to put an end to this. But instead, it's this whole community thing. And, you know, going back to the hospital scene like that, you know, hunting down like an innocent victim, like they they are like hunting this guy down. I thought the whole hospital scene was so bad and just that it was a mess. And yeah, I mean, most of, most of the movie is like in general, but I do like, I, I, I do think it's ultimately interesting how it's Michael wanting to get home. Like you said, and there is a, a point where the series goes into Lori and Michael being related. And that's, you know, kind of gross and everything. I like, like what you said, how it's just a coincidence that she was there. This is, you know, a way better, uh, Plot and story to follow, then the whole relation thing that's just ends up being stupid.
1: Yeah, that's what they retcon. Yeah. Like this movie kind of wants to have its cake and eat it too, because like they retcon Halloween too in this in this mythology, because Lori yeah. and Michael are not sisters. But this movie is set in a hospital, just like Halloween Two is. Yeah. They literally show footage from Halloween Two. You know that scene where they show um, Annie from the first Halloween? Like, there's a brief clip in Halloween Kills where they show like Annie being zipped up in the body bag.
0: Yeah, that's yeah.
1: from Halloween Two. Right. That's not in Halloween. Like, well, they isn't, the, isn't the security Halloween guard from
0: two. the Halloween uh, or from this one? Isn't his? Doesn't he? Doesn't he um reference his daughter being killed, which is in Halloween two? Yeah, bracket. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's right. that's yeah. like the loose connection there. Isn't so I think so.
1: They literally like they retcon it. I the, I think they really only do that so they can retcon the fact that they're not brother and sister, right? But like right, clearly, right, right. this movie is referential to the, the <laughs> Halloween two. There's a lot of similarities, and the masks that the um uh All the kids the, the are scene wearing. we already talked about that the kids are wearing those are the masks from Halloween three: Season of the Witch, yep, yep. where they like put the bodies on the merry-go-round. So like clearly, there's more Easter egg stuff in here, like the first one, but it's just. I don't know. It's it's a little gross that they like go so far out of their way.
0: Well, in terms of to
1: be like Halloween one's the only one that happened, yeah. But we're still gonna reference these things that happen in the second one. It's just they're not brother and sister anymore. Like they want it both ways, you know. So
0: moving on to like the the referencing, which we talked about a lot in non spoilers. Getting to spoilers, the the whole flashback period and like them intercutting footage and new footage. Like, where are you at with that? I. I'll just say real quick, I, I didn't love that whole, the whole, uh, basically reimagining of the first or like, it's almost like a, an epilogue to the first film, right? What they put in here.
1: Yeah. I didn't, I didn't dislike the opening scene where they do that, where they have like the, you know, the young, um, version of the sheriff and they have that scene where he's like following them into the house. Mm Mm-hmm. But anytime after that where they show like they cut back to that multiple times. Like they they show that that flashback scene and they like really hammer it home at the end where they uh the other cop, the one who gets shot in the neck, oh, God, like, yeah. or Michael's choking him. That cop has a line where he was standing at the at the window and I can't remember specifically what he said, but it was really corny. Oh yeah. Something like, oh Michael's I don't know. He's like looking at himself. I, I don't know what he said. I think that was later. It was corny in the, corny moment. In the yeah. moment. Well, they do it both. He says it at the beginning and then they like really, they circle back to it. Yeah. They like say, is he,
2: him. is he looking out or is he looking in? Looking in. Oh, barf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just, I didn't
1: mind it. I didn't mind it at the beginning. Uh, but when they like keep bringing back that footage and the fact that they kind of do that to like mm. bring Lonnie like, I didn't mind the cop thing, but then to have that scene where, like, Lonnie is being bullied by the kids yeah, and
2: then, like, yeah. right there. Like, oh, my God, I know.
1: <laughs> just to have <laughs> that character in the in the future, yes, like, yes. didn't work there. So, and, mixed, I
0: And guess, Lonnie did entry. not, yeah. like, yeah, he was fair. not,
2: he did nothing.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. He's there to, ha- yeah, to die. Yeah. And that that's another scene, too, that, like, character- you know, motivations and just like intelligence out the window. We're going to go to Michael Myers' home, his with, house, with where three he's people. at. Three people, two of them being high schoolers, <laughs> one being female, go in one at a time and split up. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, horror movie trope, I get it, but come on. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Give them a that reason to, like, you know, like I can, you can justify it with you know, reasoning and it's a little bit different writing, but uh, so dumb.
1: Some of the best tension in the movie though, I thought was in that scene where the, the boyfriend is looking They're They're searching the house. Like I thought that was really effective where he, he has the gun and he's like very slowly moving towards the door Mm -hmm. and you don't know where Michael is, but you know, he's going to pop out at some point. Like I thought that scene tension wise and the way it was constructed was really good. But then as soon as uh, Allison like falls down the stairs and the door's wide open, just like walk out the fucking door. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares about your boyfriend that you basically broke up with? Dude, that
0: was the other thing too, is that whole scene was like playing like they were such a happy couple. And it's like, do you remember what happened in 2018? Are you like, you're not together? Like, she's like, no, please don't do it. I mean, I get him not wanting to die. It's a person. So like, that makes sense. But just the way that this movie portrays it is like that they, nothing had ever happened. They just like basically forgot about that whole dispute between them, like between those two characters. Yeah. That was It glosses over that really, <laughs> very really much so. Yeah. Yeah. But I do love his death and like his kill with this, just the fucking Fuck. stair railing. Oh, and just <laughs> rips his oh. just like his, his neck. B- Bouncing his neck between two rails. Like it's pretty brutal, but yeah.
2: The other good kill was uh, the old, the old couple, like the, um, black and black lady and the white dude. Oh he yeah, oh, he yeah.
0: The <laughs> <laughs> I don't the even remember why that. he's in there. Like he just I, that's a blur it. to me. Well,
2: he was on his way back home. home just, okay, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um But he, yeah, that was fucked. That whole scene was like pretty dark because he,
0: especially because those are like the like most innocent, some, like AI non AI yeah. yeah like non influential characters that just get somebody's murdered in the house. for no reason.
2: <laughs> he goes, "What? What do you think? What do you think he's here for? I don't give a shit. Call the cops."
1: Yeah. <laughs> then he
2: fucking, yeah. Then he just like grabs every knife in the kitchen and <laughs> just stabs in the back for no reason. Like, yeah. Ooh.
1: I didn't like that. Like, I don't. I, I don't I necessarily. Like yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like, yeah, Michael is an unstoppable killing machine, but like, it does break. That it, yeah. just kind of took it one step too far, right. where it's like almost like he's enjoying like mutilating that body. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, because there's like, no. I like the. Go ahead. <clears throat> I was gonna say I like the like cold calculated Mm -hmm. Michael Myers not I'm gonna keep stabbing this dude in the stomach until I run out of knives yeah like he's already dead like I don't know if I necessarily like what that says about the character Michael Myers right I I think that's a little too deep I think it was literally just like supposed to be like a creepy like Mm -hmm. oh like you to keep stabbing him like I think that's all it was but
2: yeah, you never you never get that tone in any of the other ones that he's like this mutilation type of guy. He just he's wants not to like kill. a
0: serial killer that gets off on it. He's yeah. just like a fucking unstoppable. Force yeah, he that wants just to move. kill. Yeah, like if you're in his way, he'll kill you and then move you out of the way and keep going. Like, yeah, I was I meant to
2: a, um touch on touch on this when I talked about 2018, but it, it, it we can talk about it in this one too. But I like how he does he kills because he likes them to like he doesn't kill innocent or like he doesn't kill people. That's not going to fight back. Or like, like a, or kid, a like baby a, in the, the crib, baby. That's what I'm like saying. Walks right by the baby. He, he looks at and just yeah. walks by. And then Lonnie, yeah. I know we don't know if he was actually there or not, but mm-hmm. Lonnie falls over and just curls on a ball and he's like uninterested because there's no fight to it. There's no, mm-hmm. you know, and that's another reason that, that the, the stabbing in the back doesn't really make sense because, you know, he, it just feels like he just wants to kill and just keep going. He doesn't want to spend, he's not going to It would be interesting to look at the kills
0: like- from one 2018 and then this one to see like how many victims are actually like defenseless or whatever. Just I wouldn't to- say
2: that they're defenseless, but they fight back or they, they don't want to die. Whereas like a, like a baby doesn't have, can't fight back. Doesn't, you know, doesn't even know if impending danger is happening. Like it, like he could, have the baby would have been satisfying to him because it w- it would have just been like killing a anything, you know, like it's, well,
0: they, yeah, it's probably intentional that they never cross that line of like killing kids. Cause there's the, there's the kid in the first one with the babysitter. Like he doesn't get touched. Lonnie is a child in that timeline. He doesn't get touched. The I know baby that he doesn't get touched. Like I know that. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty intentional. Today. Yeah.
2: I know it's intentional that they don't want to kill and then cross that line, but yeah, I think that the explanation of it that I get is
0: could, Yeah, that could be. be
2: their way of working out of it, like saying, oh, like he just they don't they're def- they don't have any fight like he likes the chase of it. He likes the thrill of killing somebody that's that. But see, doesn't yeah, I want feel it. like
0: that's another thing that humanizes him where it's like, I like the the evil incarnate nature, which like if this was to be really dark and really fucked up, I mean, if you were pure evil, you would just you would fucking kill the baby for fun. Or just kill the baby and. But walk then we away. also you wouldn't, are, you wouldn't discriminate. But we also
2: argue you also argued that you like him
0: having his human, ish side. I do, but these movies go away from that. So if you have to, if you have to look at these as a well, it's going to well, be like yeah. a quadrilogy by the end of it. You got to take all of them into consideration. If I was to just take the first one, that's why I like the first one is because of that. Let's see what we're saying, but.
1: I do just want to clarify real quick that Michael does kill a kid in the 2018 Halloween. What kid? does? Remember, remember the 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 dad? He's driving with his kid. The kid's a dancer. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Like doesn't wanna. He kills that kid. So it's not like he doesn't kill kids, oh, but does. that kid did have a gun. So if anything, that works to your point about like the defenseless thing. Hmm. Like a baby can't defend itself.
2: Yeah, it's not. It's you know not, not I mean? the thrill. I forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah, Just want does. to set
1: the record straight. Michael does kill kids. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but they're
2: not. They, there's no fight to him, so it doesn't. Right. It doesn't I mean, satisfy the, him.
1: It still works. You would always
0: fight for your life though, Lonnie. like it's instinct. So Lonnie yep. would have fought if he was. Getting he was curled up in a ball.
1: Yeah, he was literally he was crying like in a ball, saying "Don't do it." In no the you. fetal position. Yeah. yeah
0: so regardless of age if you play dead or curl up in a ball Michael will leave you alone sure
1: that's how you defeat if the mob <laughs> just went into the fetal position like he was yeah. a bear yeah and yeah. would, he would have just, just gone home <laughs> that's,
2: that's literally the third the Halloween ends that would have been they, a,
0: a better scene than what we saw <laughs> the,
2: the third of this trilogy is everyone just in the whole city of Hanfield just lays down and he leaves yeah I just Epic. spoiled the whole third movie for you guys
0: until yeah, the next year Halloween bad. and Halloween 4 comes out <laughs> um okay anything else to say on halloween kills i think i'm about tapped out i'm about killed out
1: yeah i got i got nothing else other than fucking stoked for halloween ends. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guys? for sure I,
0: I mean yeah yeah Next year. i guess we'll just say i hope they i hope they course correct a little bit like you said it is the middle film but Obviously, we do not want to see Jamie Lee Curtis sidelined. Um, we didn't say that Judy Greer does get killed in this one. So she's out. We can expect to see. Who do you think it's going to be? Jamie Lee Curtis, the granddaughter and, will and the sheriff. and the sheriff. Yeah. yeah, that's my. He'll take in prediction.
2: Judy's. He'll be Judy's. Right, right. Spot. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, David Gordon Green has already said that the third one is going to be much more limited in scope. He's come out and said that. Thank God. Yeah. And yeah. he also said that it's going to be modern day, like like pandemic modern day. Like well, it's, time has Yeah, passed. it's 5
2: years after 2018, so it's set in 2023.
0: So Halloween Switched. night is over in halloween kills the night's over and he's gonna go it's five years later so they'll okay so they'll prep or something somehow yeah it's gotcha.
1: oh, well, it's just gonna be a known fact that like yeah. michael well they have to heal jamie Lee curtis
0: has to heal because if she tried to fight now she's all fucked up she got her fucking stomach cut open mm-hmm.
2: yep yep it says five years later so that makes sense.
1: I'm curious what they do with that. Um, I think there's... I'm there's curious to see an, uh, a two-year-old
0: woman rides. kill Michael Myers. That's what I'm curious to see. <laughs>
2: is she being... That's going to be huge.
0: I don't know. She, She's old. <laughs> like the character or Jamie Lee? I don't know. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is... She's not character she's not old. The would have been in high school. So she's pretty So she would have been
2: fifth, eighteen, seven, 18, 16, 17, 18-ish, which would put her 40 or 56. So she'll be in her 60s like Michael. Michael's 21. When he started. Yeah,
0: but he's fucking, she's 62 now. So. I mean, obviously I was being hyperbolic, but she's old at this point, point. And Michael Myers is, obviously doesn't age. He does age. He ages Phys- uh, literally, but not, f- not his fucking strength. If anything, he gets yeah. stronger because he kills more people. He transcends.
1: All right. How I, I we didn't really talk about it, but real quick, how dope was that firefighter scene where he? Yeah, like, it was so. <laughs> epic. He just steps out of the house, and there's like ten firefighters with axes. I love that.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh wow,
0: yeah. we were talking about that before we were recording. <laughs> the it, that scene was pretty good, but the guy with the hose, like, what oh the my fuck? god, <laughs> no, the hose just like. He's spraying it on him and it looks like a firefighter's hose and then it cuts to Michael Myers and it looks like he's getting hit with a garden hose or a something. A firefighter
2: hose would literally throw, like, it can... Yeah,
0: it Break away.
2: walls down, like... But, but, yeah, it was like was a full-blown blast and it looks like him and it's like a squirt gun. shoot, yeah.
1: That was pretty good. Like a super soaker.
2: Yeah,
0: he's just, I don't know, whatever. Uh, we gotta love the tropes. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, ratings out of five. Um,
2: I'm going to give it a two star.
1: Woof. <laughs> um, I, I'm torn between a three and a 3.5.
0: I hope you choose.
1: I'll go, <laughs> I'll go th- three. I'll go three. Good
0: on choice. All right. I, I'm surprised Josh, because of your 2018 rating, I thought this would be, I mean, it's, it I is love definitely, 2018 it's definitely, it's so obviously much, a step down, but I didn't know if it was that much for you. Like, this is a step down for me, but I was already at a three, three and a half. Uh, I'm also going to on Halloween kills uh, fun, but yeah, definitely bites off more than they can chew. Kind of a mess.
2: I think that if, if a lot of this stuff ends up paying off, it would, it won't, it wouldn't feel like it went, it was there for no reason.
0: Yeah. Because of the trilogy nature that they've obviously set up, this is something that you're gonna have to revisit in the grant in like the scope of things like. Yeah, watching this like as a standalone, it's not like I said, not satisfying. Um, I don't know if they'll ever have a satisfying ending, but this definitely is not it. And it's a middle film, like as I learned today. So, yeah, I right. change. Really didn't know that before. I, I was like, that might have made, <laughs> made it That would have made
2: horrible if if I would have thought that this was I'm the usually last. Usually up one, to
0: date on shit, but I totally don't care. Less I would have thought Halloween, that this
2: was a, like like if this was the last one, it would have been an even
0: worse score for me. Well, there you go. Because if if you thought that
2: this was going to be the ending. I mean, I kind of thought with the name
0: and like the marketing, like I said, the marketing sets it up like evil dies tonight. But then we're going to go. We're hunting him down.
2: But uh, yeah, I guess that's. they literally have him
0: cornered like dead on the street. And they I mean, anyway. All right. Hopefully they can wrap it up in a in a good way here with the third one. I'm
2: excited for Halloween ends
0: 2022. Definitely. All right we're going to get through what else we've been watching pretty quickly. I'm going to save um, some of my things for next week. I think I'll just save both of them. So I did watch lamb, which was a banger. And I also watched super dark times, which Josh loved and Travis also watched. So I think I'll just save my thoughts on those for next week.
2: Perfect. I have a lot, but I'm just going to touch on them um, because of my 31 days of Halloween um, I watched a I watched a movie called Martyr's Lane. Um, nothing crazy here. Um basically a, a little girl has nightmares and is revisited by a another little girl that thinks she thinks she's alive. She's not, she's dead, and it's like a mom coming to terms with her losing a kid. It's a very basic storyline, but done done okay, so uh, that's a three-star. I did watch um a movie called Tigers Are Not Afraid. Mm-hmm. This and one's my really good. for a while. Yeah. Uh, Mexican horror film. So it's uh, all in Spanish. Uh, fantasy, um, kind of a fairy tale ish um, approach to it. Um, the tiger, um, they're like a gang of little of these kids, um, children that um, are kind of get themselves inter interwoven with the cartel drug cartel, um, and since Kyle wants to watch them, I won't get into too much of it. Um, but very done uh, done very well. The uh, child actors are very good. Um, specifically, um, the main character, the main female lead, um, Estrella, she does a very good job. Um, and yeah, so that's a four star. Um, I watched the latest iteration of the VHS trilogy or the VHS series. Mm. VHS 94. This one actually was pretty good and I think I might have been a little hard on it Um, but it is a classic found footage VHS if you know the VHS series um, very classic very much the same in same wheelhouse but um, this one is obviously based in 94 and everything they do in this movie is 90s themed so clothes are all 90s the way they shot it is all 90s they have these little like weird or not weird but like advertisements that are all 90s the way it's shot in certain of um the certain clips feel like forensic files or like you know 60 seconds or 60 minutes in like the 90s like it's very very appropriate and very um um I don't know very on the nose with um the nineties so the way that they they tackle it is very very cool um and um yeah so that's another three star um I watched Boys from County Hell this is an Irish horror movie and this is a this has egbert Wright written all over it it is a dark comedy horror gives you Sean Sean of the Dead vibes um, but you're dealing with vampires versus zombies um, but same kind of comedic timing, similar editing, um, so definitely done in the vein of Edgar Wright, um, and yeah, very another good one, uh, fun, um, but nothing crazy. And it has—I'm pretty sure—is Nigel O'Neill, Sam O'Neill's brother, because they look identical. I'm assuming they have to be brothers, so his brother
0: Nigel O'Neill. You think they look identical? I'm looking at a picture of him now. Dude,
2: name. Nigel. Yeah, Nigel and... They have to be brothers. Well, I don't know. I'll look it up. Go ahead. Anyway. Um, yeah, very good. Um, another um, good movie. Three and a half stars. Um, I, I did watch... No,
0: they spell their last name differently. So hmm.
2: They look very similar, though. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I did watch a classic from 1980, The Changeling. Um, I will... Del, uh, del toro and scorsese put it on their top like 11 scariest films they've ever seen um, i wouldn't go that far and to say it's scary but it is a good movie slow 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 burn um so if anyone plans on watching this make sure you're wide awake for it because it can be very methodical and very melodic because it is based on a composer that goes into a house that's owned by um like a historical society so he moves in this house that's it's a haunted house type film um and he's trying to kind of piece together um everything um the score is very good because he is a composer so they really lean heavy into um the score so that is very phenomenal i think kyle you'd like the score a lot in this one um and the only problem I really have with it is they kind of um, blow their load a little early. So the whole the when they do it, you kind of expect what's going to happen towards the end. And when it when it kind of fulfills that, it's it's not as satisfying as it should have been had they held it off a little bit longer. Um, but other than that, is a incredible movie. I completely agree with um, why it's considered one of the classics, especially if you do like haunted house. Um, type films. This is got to be on the top of the list, um, and
0: George C. Scott.
2: Yep, George C. Scott is the main character. He's great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone else is fine. I mean, he's in The Exorcist. They don't do bad. Um, but yeah, um, so that's a four and a half banger.
1: I'm gonna come. I just watched that. <laughs> I just watched that movie for the first time, like <clears throat> probably within the past year. I was a little disappointed by it. Yeah, I saw your score, and I was like, (laughs) uh-oh. I like it. Like, I didn't dislike it. I think I just, I I did think it was a little slow. I do like a good slow burn, but I don't know. I didn't find it scary. Um, No, I wouldn't. I would
2: say it's scary. There's no.
1: I was just a little underwhelmed by it, just based on its reputation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good movie.
2: Yeah, I might have been a little over, over the top of my rating, but it's a very, very, very light four, or four and a half. Um, sure. Could argue for, but the the last scene um, or one of the last big scenes is r- like really kind of pushed it up for me um, with the house and everything. Um, so then after that, I watched a movie called Caveat. It is a another foreign horror movie. I think it might be English or some somewhere over there in europe um but um yeah uh, cool cool movie um it's kind of it's the way that this whole like so you have to when you're going into this movie it is the entire premise of it is very dumb it's like it's it would never happen but once you accept that the way that you can, they work around it and the way that things kind of reveal themselves, um, is kind of cool. Um, kind of, it has like a memory loss angle of it. So you're kind of with this character, figuring things out with him, um, or, and the house in general. Um, and it also has this very creepy looking fucking rabbit, um, like doll thing. That's like, it's got like a drum. So it like drums whenever it sees like a, spirit and you you don't really know if it's alive or not but by all cases it seems like it's living um but yeah pretty cool um not perfect but i enjoyed it um also a three star and then the two
0: halloween so cool uh do you have anything you're dying to talk about there matt anything new
1: Um, you know what? You're gonna have to listen to my podcast if you're gonna listen to me. That is a
0: good call.
1: I do wanna say um we've been doing like the the top one hundred movies of all time thing on our show recently. So you haven't talked about like new
0: stuff that you've seen on that right. So
1: I was gonna ask uh have did either of you guys catch Blue Bayou?
2: I did not know. Or do you even know what that is? I is
0: not not on my radar.
1: (laughs) So Blue Bayou, I think it premiered at, like, Sundance or something. Got a lot of buzz out of Sundance. Uh-huh. And it came out, like, a month or two ago. So, um, Alicia Vikander is in it. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, it's about this guy. He's a, he's Korean. And he has a, a, a daughter um, with Alicia Vikander. And it's about, like, ice and... Uh, deportation. So like he, some shit happens and the main character who's played by Justin Chone. So he is, he's the writer, director and stars in it. Oh, wow. He, uh, some shit, sh- some shit happens and he is going through the deportation process. So it's about like ice and how fucked up our country's like immigration laws are. Mm-hmm. And it's set in Louisiana. So it's this like family drama and, uh got a lot of buzz out of Sundance I would recommend I'd be curious to see what you guys think of it it's I did not love it there are things (laughs) that I really disliked about it and things I really loved about it I will say I at the end of this movie was crying like a baby (laughs) like I don't I can't think of the last time I cried that hard watching a movie wow it's, it's ultimately the movie's not s- effective in everything it does, but it definitely, I guess I'll say I found the movie to be a bit emotionally manipulative. Okay,
0: but yeah, that makes sense. Based the, off the topic. By the end of it. Yeah, the yeah. nature of the subject. Yeah, uh, did you, <clears throat> so did you see this in theaters or is this available like to rent right now? Because... I you doubt around in, here but it's, it's going to be hard. It's a twenty dollars rental. Okay, it might be hard to find around here for at least a little bit because it's a smaller film.
1: Yeah, I mean, I saw it at Regal. Like, I mean, I'm not. In, keep in mind, I'm in fucking Orlando, Florida now. I'm not in in Seattle. We're so in so fucking. Like my, yeah,
0: we're in. <laughs> we're I in even smaller towns, but yeah, I, I know what like, you mean.
1: You saw Lamb. I, I can't even see Lamb. You can't Lamb's see Lamb playing at my theater. What? Lamb, I mean, I'd have to drive to go see okay. Lamb. Like it's around but not conveniently, if that makes sense. Okay. Like okay. it's not playing at th- the theater's closest to me that I would preferably go to, and I right. don't know if I want to drive all the way to go see <laughs> Lamb, but this was this happened to be playing at My Regal and it's worth watching. For sure, I'd be curious to see what you guys think about it. But Yeah,
0: if it's out this year, I'll try to see it before the year ends. Um, I don't see it. The theater that usually has like the most indie movies, I don't see it there. So um, I'll keep an this eye was, out like, for it. This was like two months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it it's, been, it's long yeah. gone, okay. I'm sure. Yeah, you so can, it'll
1: well, probably be rentable. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Shorter you can rent, rent it so. on Amazon right now. Yeah. Cool.
1: Um, the only other thing I was going to mention uh have either of you guys watched squid game
0: I no watched. jacob did watch it he talked about it briefly oh last God. episode so he said it was he said it's a very binge worthy show it's just not like amazing Be- like people that think like that get hooked into shows like that automatically raises the quality for them i'm talking about like the average person like think oh it's so amazing just because like you blew through it like that's it, that's definitely a factor to TV, but he was saying like, it is like an addictive show. It's just not like the quality isn't like amazing or like, it's not like an amazing show.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna, that's a no from me, dog. It's amazing. <laughs> uh You guys need to watch it. Uh, like this is the first show in a long time that has been this hyped. Right. Where right. I've been like, I totally understand the hype. Yeah. It is very bingeable, but I think it's incredibly well-made. Well acted and I do think it has some very, very interesting things to say about, you know, late stage capitalism and this like Hunger Games style of, you know, Battle Royale type of uh, genre that we've been seeing over the past, you know, yeah. decade or so, kind of starting with the Japanese Battle Royale. Um, it's really good. I, I would disagree. I Yes, it is very bingeable, but I do think it's there's a lot. It has a lot going for
0: it. Yeah. Well, it maybe, finish, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I don't watch like TV ever, so it's it takes a lot to get me like to start a show. But
2: it's not going to take out Breaking Bad.
0: No, I still got to finish. I'm um, yeah. We're we're on a on a direct path going forward. Breaking Bad first, and then maybe Squid Game after.
1: Uh, this might be controversial, but like Breaking Bad at its time, yeah, was. Amazing. Yeah, and rewatching it. It's not a great show, but like <laughs> TV has come a long way. I'm completely with you. Like,
0: rewatching some episodes I don't think of Breaking it's the gold Bad standard. is like com- is so comical. Like there it's it's definitely a dark comedy. Like for sure the show is going for that. But yeah, there are parts that it's like, okay, this is really bad. <laughs> no, I'm Breaking
1: Bad's a great show. Oh no, like, for sure. I don't think I'm
0: not saying it's bad, but it's I, I know dated. what you're saying. Yeah. It's not like it's held it's in not this, the gold it's standard held anymore, in this such like high standard. Because of what it did during the time, but it's not rewatching it with, especially with comparing it to movies and stuff like that. There are a lot of things to point out as like not being perfect, especially where yeah, like, yeah. I mean, HBO shows are and stuff like that. They just have, I mean, this was an AM, that was an AMC show. Like that was crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and Madman. Yeah. Madman yeah. kind of put uh, AMC on the map oh, yeah. for their like prestige dramas. But yeah, that that was all I wanted to mention. Squid Game, you should you should watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I'm interested. I'm intrigued. So, um, have are any plans? I mean, you said you haven't been able to see Lamb, so it look, sounds like you're interested in seeing it. Is that is that true?
1: Yeah, I'm interested in seeing it. Okay. I I don't. I doubt it's gonna happen. That'll probably be one uh, at the end of the year when Cram Jam starts. Where uh, okay. I, like you know pay four bucks to rent it or whatever it's probably gonna be one of those um and titan titan titani whatever it is titan. uh <laughs> julia de corno's new film yeah. that's another one that was not playing near here really so that's, wow that's like my most anticipated movie of the year so
0: i'm interested I'm how did you like uh um, are you hype on raw or not you like raw? oh i love Raw. Oh, okay good oh okay. yeah oh yeah i don't i, I don't think amazing. um titan is as good as raw but um You'll probably like it. Yeah. I, I, I really want to rewatch *Titan*. So. Well, cool. Yeah. I think uh, I'm 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 hyped to see everybody's uh, lamb a lot. Not a lot of people have seen it yet. So I'm like waiting for other people's viewings on it. But I fucking loved it. A couple so. people
2: I followed did not like it.
0: Yeah. It's very divisive. So um curious to see where you fall on that one. Okay. Well that uh that brings us to a close here. So uh, Matt, you wanna throw in some plugs here?
1: Yeah. Uh Cinephiles Digest. Check her out, guys. We got uh we got the mainline podcast. We do a little spin off show called the Digest, where we do like horror movie double features. So mm-hmm. uh the next episode coming out of that pipeline is uh Mandy and Beyond the Black Rainbow. Oh yeah. Ooh, that'll Blue be going Panos. up uh Couple days from now, so I know. uh I know you guys, Kyle. I know you like Mandy. Oh, Josh, yeah. are you the one that likes Mandy, or is that Jacob? No one of it. you. Fucking...
0: We all do, actually. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> well, I have a volatile uh, relationship with Mandy. But it went so up. You have to listen to the episode
0: to see. Yeah, yeah.
1: spoilers, dude. God, yeah, trying god. to get listen. No to listen. listen to the podcast. Well, they don't know what it, where it went from. <laughs> That's true. Went up um, and... <laughs> I still yeah, think it went from I started star. Think you guys are crazy, but Ugh. without being too specific, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the latest one coming out of the pipeline. Speaking so. of the
2: atmosphere, that movie, that's, mm-hmm. that's all the atmosphere.
0: Well, I'm excited Someone's to hear your thoughts that- on, uh, oh, Beyond the Black yeah. Rainbow because that's a first watch for you, right? Yeah, yeah. I had never seen it before. Yeah. I, yeah. I watched that a couple of years ago and have thoughts on it. So, uh, yeah, definitely <laughs> check out that show and, um, like you said before, you guys are doing the top 100 right now. So if you're new to Cinephiles Digest, I think that's actually a good place to start, just to see, you know, what you guys are into, uh, your you know, mm-hmm. personal tastes and thoughts on films. So yeah, that's been a fun, um, been a fun collection to go through so far. Can't wait for the, uh, for the top 30, the bangers, the certified bangers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so
1: coming soon. I think we're gonna record in like a week or so. So gonna be huge. That episode will be coming.
0: <laughs> All right, awesome. Um, all right, so uh, if you want to send us a question or comment, you can email us at Sudden Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at southerncinemapodcast Podcast. I'm on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I am on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right, thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Let's get i got
1: some money in my jeans and I'm really cool to Well, I've been doing my homework all the week long And now the house is empty and my folks are
2: gone Whoo, come on everybody